Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Medical Geeks podcast. Today we will look at another problem facing the NHS, GP shortages. This particular problem has many repercussions, including the fact that many people will not get access to primary care when they need to. This can lead to further complications as we'll see later in this episode. For now, let's get on with our episode. I'm your host McKean and let's go. So, what is the problem exactly? Well, to put it simply, there are far too many patients and not enough doctors to see them. We will explore the reasons for this in a second. However, for now, let's look at the scale of this problem and see the trouble it's causing. First of all, the waiting lists are only getting larger and larger and people are having to wait much longer to see their GP. On top of all of that, GP appointments are now only about 10 minutes long. In addition, people are having to wait for approximately two weeks in order to get an appointment with a GP. As you would imagine, this is causing several complications. For example, GPs aren't having enough time to accurately diagnose the patients and patients aren't able to get appointments with their preferred GPs who they trust. This is a big problem because if there is no trust in the doctor-patient relationship, the patient may not be as honest and transparent about their symptoms. This may lead to an inaccurate diagnosis on the GP's side and thus further complications to the patient's conditions. Ultimately, if this kind of error of misdiagnosis repeats, the image of GPs and primary care will probably get bad press coverage and bring very unwanted trouble. Finally, you can see how the stress posed on GPs would make their lives awful and cause troubles to the patients. If you think about it, you're having to see tons of patients a day and you only get 10 minutes to examine each patient. And so you can see why this would cause so much stress for the doctors, and the GPs more particularly. In a survey, 59% of GPs said that they thought their jobs were very or extremely stressful. This will indeed, consequently, lower the standards of care delivered by the GPs, which might contribute to the bad press coverage mentioned earlier, but more importantly, it may compromise patient safety, which is always unacceptable. So, let's move on to explore the reasons for this problem now. Why is there a GP shortage in the NHS? Well, there are several reasons for this. Firstly, increased workload on GPs. This is mainly because of two things. The first one is the increased number of patients throughout the years and the second one is the increased complexity of these patients and their conditions mainly due to the aging population. Secondly, certain conditions such as mental health conditions are usually dealt with by GPs before being referred to hospitals. These conditions and the frequency of these conditions that GPs usually see first is increasing and therefore more and more are seeking out their GPs in order to get help. Thirdly, In most recent years, more elders have been taken out of hospitals into care homes, and this is something we've explored before. This means that the care of these people is then done through primary care staff rather than secondary care. Ultimately, this just added more work for GPs to do. Fourthly, more GPs are working part-time in order to take other responsibilities, such as public health or budgeting responsibilities in the NHS, and so there are less and less GPs, or at least GPs are becoming less and less available for appointments and for consultations. Finally, people miss their appointments. When people miss their appointment and don't tell their GP, not only does this cost the NHS £216 million a year, but it also means that the waiting lists will get larger and larger and the problem will only get worse.
So, now that we've explored the problems and we've explored the reasons, how can this problem be solved? Well, to start with, the most obvious and straightforward solution is to recruit more GPs. However, this is more of a long-term solution since it takes about 10 years to train a single GP after entering medical school. When it comes to GP shortages, we can say that this has become increasingly problematic since the mid-2010s. And so, ministers have planned that by the end of the decade, i.e. by the end of 2020, they would want to have employed 5,000 new GPs. However, with more GPs resigning, and not enough medics in the UK training as GPs, the NHS looks to hire more doctors from abroad. Nevertheless, we're not sure how would Brexit affect this plan. There are some demands to train less senior primary care staff, such as nurses and healthcare assistants, to be able to do some of the things and to take some of the responsibilities that GPs do, such as prescribing certain common medications, taking bloods, urine and pregnancy tests. These are just examples, they're not limited to these things. This way, GPs don't have to spend an entire appointment having to do with something that is straightforward and simple and other care staff can do. Finally, I would like to leave you with the thought that we can all make a difference. For example, we can all make a difference by only visiting our GPs if we absolutely need to or if we think that there is something serious. But more importantly, when we book a GP appointment, we must respect the time our GP has made for us and we should absolutely go to that appointment and we should not miss the appointment. If we cannot make it, for whatever reason, we should let our GP know in advance as soon as possible. Well, everyone, that was it for today's episode. I hope you have found it helpful. If you have any questions, you can drop us a message on Instagram at The Medical Geeks. Alternatively, you can visit our website at themedicalgeeks.com. Stay tuned for more episodes. Until then, stay safe. I am your host, McKean, and goodbye.